Welcome to the r r Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. And I'm Regina, not Re- Oh, God. <laughs> You're Regina, not Regina. <laughs> We're going to use that one day. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm Regina, not Regina. Regina, before we get started, I want to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, our queen had a birthday. So how was your birthday? It, it was... It was okay. It turned out better. I had a oh no moment, which we'll talk about that a little <laughs> a little later. So that kind of put me in a little funky mood before my birthday, but it all worked out. My youngest son took me out to dinner for my birthday, so it got better. So Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, happy, happy birthday. Thank you. So speaking of glow or oh no, you want to get started with your oh no? <laughs> Why not? Okay, so, let's hear it. This is the Saturday before my birthday. My birthday was June 27th. And one of my girlfriends took me out to dinner. And my son calls me and he was like, Mom, we have a problem. The fire marshal came to the door because they said there was water leaking downstairs from my apartment. I was like, what? <laughs> Adjusting my Bluetooth. What you say? <laughs> no, no. So they found out the toilet was leaking downstairs. What? So he's like, well... they're going to send the carpet guy here. He said he'll take care of getting the water and all that out of the carpet. So I'm at dinner. So I'm still not thinking much about, I'm like, leaking downstairs. How much? And this is your birthday dinner. All this is going on during your birthday dinner. Yes. This is one of my birthday dinners. So I get home. And as soon as I walk through the door, I can see where the carpet is wet outside my bedroom. And I was like, what the hell? So I put my keys down. I go walking towards my bedroom and I'm like, holy shit. This carpet, it was squishing. No. So I get to the bathroom and my son is taking the rug up. I put the rug in the bathtub. He didn't even know that this toilet was leaking because he was in his bedroom. He didn't know until the fire marshal came to the door. So... I'm like, this has got to be a joke. So I grab some more towels because we got to soak some more of this water up. So it's after 10 o'clock, maybe about 10, 10. And my son was like, I don't think the carpet guy is coming this late, ma. And I said, no, I doubt he is. So when you know, 1030, knock on the door. No. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, really? So it's the carpet guy. He comes to assess everything. He said, well, I'm going to bring one of the big fans in and I'm going to pull up all your padding and I'm going to put the dehumidifier in the bathroom. And he said, I'm probably going to let that run to about Tuesday. So I said, oh, okay. This has got to be a joke. This is my birthday weekend. And I'm so sorry. The toilet has actually leaked downstairs now they got their ceiling to get fixed and then they had their carpet wet as well so anyway long story short he comes back Tuesday he puts um, the new padding and everything down but before then I had had a breakdown moment because we had a tree to fall on our house So during that time, my husband was, you know, sick with cancer again. So we were out of our house for about a year and a half. So seeing that dehumidifier, that 
fan running. It was a flashback to a time. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I had a full breakdown crying moment. Like, where did this come from? So at one point I unplugged the fan. I shut the door to the bathroom because I didn't even want to hear anything running. I think that was mm-hmm. really annoying me because everything was just so loud. And I said, I just need, I just need something to be quiet. So that was my oh no moment. And I was like, this has got to be a joke. Now, mind you, right before this, I had my crown on my tooth to become loose. And I'm thinking for a couple of days that I got something stuck in my gum. I'm flossing, almost flossing my brains out. Oh, no. And there's nothing. It's your tooth? <laughs> I kept saying, why my gum feels so funny? I floss. There's nothing up there. And I'm talking to my client. And then I realized... Wait a minute, my tooth is wiggling. I said, oh, my crown is loose. I've never had that happen because I had my crown, I guess, about, I don't know, it might have been seven years or so. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be cute if this comes out. So that weekend, I ate nothing but soft stuff (laughs) and ate on the left side of my mouth. Because I was like, as soon as the dentist opened on Monday, I'm calling. Because I got to get in there because my fear is that this thing is going to come out and I'm going to look real crazy. And, and you have to show up at work and see people. <laughs> there, at that moment, I would have put a mask back on. <laughs> right. Where is my mask? I need this mask. Regina, that is not oh no. That's oh hell no. Yeah. So no, all, gracious. Of this, all of this was no. before my birthday. <sighs> no. I'm being pumped right now. So needless to say, the birthday did turn out well. I got plenty of calls, text messages, family and friends. And like I said, my youngest took me out to dinner. So that did help. Had a wonderful dessert and meal at Four Seasons here on Midlothian. So... For our RVA listeners, I highly recommend you check them out. Their desserts are amazing. I love the chocolate tower cake, which is chocolate cake with marble cheesecake filling. <sighs> yeah. That's a big sigh. A lot happened. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, I have a glow story. We had our family reunion, which was a cookout. And it's the first time we got together since maybe 2018, because COVID hit in 2020. Yeah. The last time we all got together was for Granny Mae's funeral. Okay. Um, She passed away. I can't believe it's going to be three years in August next month. Wow. Wow. So our family reunion Mm -hmm. was a happy occasion. Everyone pretty much showed up and it was glorious. It was really nice. We were worried about the weather because, of course, they said it was going to thunder. And then with the air quality, it was orange. So we were concerned about the air quality. All of it worked out. The heavens opened up. Everything was was beautiful. We we were able to see lots of family. Good food and dancing. And, you know, it reminded me of the need to connect with others. And I know we talk a lot about that on Mm -hmm. this podcast. Yeah. But... I looked around, I took a moment and I looked around at my family and I said, these are my people. This Mm -hmm. is my tribe. Right. And I miss them. Yeah. And just being able to laugh and share memories and things happen when you get together and it could be something really minor. Yeah. But you end up talking about it years 
later, <laughs> right? And you're like, remember when this happened? It was mm-hmm. something small, but it's so significant. It means a lot. So we had a lot of those moments. Okay. Lots and lots of laughter. And then the young people were there. Some of my younger cousins are uh, fathers now. They're okay. married. We missed a lot during COVID. So a lot of babies were born. Okay. So we had the young plane running around with the dogs. We had some of the elderly <laughs> members there. My aunt and uncle uh-huh. were the last living uh, relatives. Wow. My um, grandmother and grandfather had uh, six children. Okay. They have passed on. Okay. So the matriarchs are gone. Patriarchs are gone. And we Mm -hmm. just have two elderly members left. So it was young and old. Lots of good times. It was a definite glow. Yeah. It's nice when you can get together with family. You know, like you said, once the matriarch is gone. It's harder to do that. Yeah. It it changes things. So, yeah, it's nice when you can still do that. And I did practice my word for Mm -hmm. the year. Simplicity. Simplicity. (laughs) Simplicity Simplicity is my word. And I kept things simple. And when things didn't go as planned, Mm -hmm. I didn't care. Yeah. I really didn't care. I let it go. If we didn't have something we needed, we may do. And it was just letting go of all of that and just being in the moment was really good. That was good. It was a really good glow. That's a big step. Big step, big, big step. <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about a couple of things. We want to talk about some things in the news, pop culture events in the news. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, we do want to encourage listeners to check out our most recent episode we did with a yoga instructor named Sin. And it's called yes. Movement is Medicine. That was a really good episode. I like that title. Sin mentioned that during the episode. I do think that our generation or this upcoming generation, they don't move. We used to play outside, interacting with the neighbors, just a lot of movement. And a lot of young people are on their devices. Oh, yeah. They're not connecting. Uh, Right. So we need to get kids outside moving because I do think movement is medicine. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do like her message of that. And she talked about being authentic and unapologetic, just moving throughout the world in that way. I think those are good messages. Um, I think it's easier to do that, to show up authentic when your space is safe. Yeah. And that you're valued and validated. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've just mentioned the cookout in that space. I felt safe, uh, um, valued. I felt validated. So I was able to be my authentic self. Yeah. I let my true. hair down. I was dancing, laughing. I didn't care about how I looked. I can't show up that way in all spaces. Yeah, that's true. Right. So it's harder to do. But I think it is a message, though, to try to be authentic as possible, because I think you're happier when you're authentic, when you're not. Oh, hiding. most definitely. Because you're just being yeah. yourself. <laughs> being yourself. But I do know in some cultures, they're not able to, to do that. Women aren't allowed to be around men. Well, yeah. Out in public with men, unescorted. For those cultures, it's it's hard. I think about women who aren't able to show up yeah. and be themselves because of whatever their societal norms are in their country. So that that is harder to do. Yeah. I think trying to show up unapologetically is a wonderful way to live. Yeah. If you're able to do that. And I like to, when she talked yeah. about, you know, not just the the physical benefits from yoga, but the mental, the mental. how it can help with anxiety and mm. just like you said, just freeing yourself, allowing yourself to be free, be happy. And you're not concerned about anything that's going on. Sorry about that. I thought I had it on do not this. This is a party. Regina's trying to turn up. <laughs> Oh, I thought I had it on Do Not Disturb. I didn't click the button. Oops. Okay, let me fix that. <laughs> yes, yes. 
So her messaging you said of of what was that you said I missed up? Yeah, that yoga is, is not just the physical benefits from it. You get the mental benefits from it. Releasing anxiety because she talked about how COVID had an effect on her. Yoga really helped her to ground herself and just really be in the moment and just be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her messaging. I definitely yeah. check it out. That's called Movement is Medicine. And so that's some really good stuff. Today, we're going to go over some pop culture news. We're going to do a roundup. So we wanted to talk about something. It's tragedy. Sad. What is her name? Miss Jackie O. Yes. And she is the fiance of, do you remember his name? Um, Is it DC Young, I believe? Uh, DC Young Fly. Yeah. Yeah. So her name is Miss Jackie O and she's the fiance of DC Young Fly. And she passed away. Allegedly, she had a BBL. Which is, what is that? A Brazilian was, butt lift. Brazilian yeah, butt she had lift. A mommy makeover. Mommy makeover. And she passed away from that. So do you want to talk a little bit about that, Regina? Your impressions of that? Yeah. When I when I heard about it, I was really shocked because I don't watch Wild and Out that often. I've seen it. I just don't sometimes just kind of forget when it comes on and I don't watch it that often. But it's a fun show. So... When I heard about it, I was, whoa, because I saw her picture and I was like, she's young. She's young and beautiful. Yeah. So she wanted to have uh, a mommy makeover and she was very active on social media. So I think some people had been commenting to her. You don't need to have that done, blah, blah, blah. So she had did a video. Basically, she was saying, hey, guys, I'm going to get this done. This is my body. It's my choice. But I mean, she was a very beautiful girl I mean extremely beautiful and so when I heard that she was getting the mommy makeover I was like for what you've had three kids and you still look like that and her youngest I believe is a little boy he's six months old yeah yeah Mm -hmm. she had just Mm -hmm. had a baby so I don't know it just it, it made me really sad because obviously we can't control what people think of themselves in the mirror you can tell someone they're pretty or if it's a guy you can tell somebody they're handsome all day but if they don't see that it really doesn't matter she made the video hey this is this is my choice I'm gonna do this because I want to do it but I think it does raise awareness or should raise awareness for these type of surgeries because they say it's the most dangerous surgery. You can it get. is. It is. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that with the butt surgery, I've heard different doctors talk about basically it's a muscle in, in your butt. And they were talking about if you, if you snip it, you could become paralyzed or if the fat is to seep in your vein, it's, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's just done. So it is a very serious operation. Obviously, I can't tell people what to do, but I would just say do your research. From my understanding, I don't think anyone was with her when she went to aftercare, wherever she was staying. Well, I, I think I did read that somebody was with her. But even with that, surgery is dangerous even under the best circumstances. Yeah. Right? So you get this surgery done and then they release you the same day, mm-hmm. sometime immediately after, hours after. Yeah. And then you go to a hotel and they said the danger is that even if you have somebody with you, 
they may not be a trained medical professional. Exactly. So they don't know if you go into cardiac arrest or have complication, mm-hmm. they can call 911, but they're not really trained to help you in that situation. Yeah, I don't think that should be an outpatient. I mean, major. Sometimes with the mummy makeovers, they're getting the breast lift, they're getting liposuction, the stomach, the butt. I think you should. Um, stay in the hospital at least for one night to be monitored to monitor to make sure yeah because like you said anything can happen and at least if you're in the hospital if you've got monitors off let's say if someone went into a cardiac arrest they're alerting you that something they're alert you know somebody the nurse is going to be alerted to come in your room and see you have a better chance of survival yeah under those circumstances I think for me, gosh, it speaks to the need for not just women in Hollywood or in in the public eye, but just women in general. Our Mm -hmm. culture says that you have to look a certain way. Yeah. And when women have children, it takes a year or longer for your body to snap back. Like internally, your internal organs. You talk about the snap back and we applaud women after a week or two, they're like, oh, look at her. Her stomach is flat. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She had a baby a week ago. That should not be the norm. Yeah, it's not. Allow women's bodies to heal properly and to rest. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. And I think that's number one. The other thing, too, is I feel it's this culture that you have to have a, a big butt. Yeah. You have to have a big booty in order to be considered desirable. Yeah. Right. Or a flat stomach. And a flat stomach. (laughs) And perky breast. Now, all of those things happen at some point in your life. (laughs) The breasts are perky and the stomach is flat and the booty is bouncing, right? Yeah. But then as life happens with gravity and age Mm -hmm. and children or illness, circumstance, Mm -hmm. those things, the physical fades, right? And that's why you have to have a support system saying that you're beautiful, you're okay. Yeah. But more so or less, you have to know that internal voice has to say, I am enough as is. That messaging is lost on the young. It's lost, period, with our generation. Yeah, and, you know, social media, you go on Instagram and everybody is looking the exact same way. Whether it's meant for their body shape or not. Yes, because I'm I'm a plus-size girl. I have a butt. I have hips. But it flows all proportioned to me. It fits your body frame. Yes. Yes. You cannot have no thighs at all. And then you go get this gigantic butt. When you turn to the side, it it looks like I call it like a pea. It doesn't look look natural. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just wish that sometimes us women, we can be hard on ourselves, but we got to give ourselves some grace and. I don't know the craze about wanting to look like everybody. Everybody has the exact same shape. There's no uniqueness to anyone. So Right, right. That's unfortunate. I agree. I don't know the messaging that's going to reach people. Mm-hmm. It's a billion-dollar industry. It is. And, and it's not, it's, gonna, unfortunately, yeah. it's not going to, people aren't going to stop. People are going to And the celebrities are getting it done. They talk about getting the BBL. You got to do your research. And then after you do your research, you got to get another referral, another referral. For major surgery, you got to, you got to talk to several different people. I Just, wonder what another doctor, and you know, I'm, maybe she checked out a couple, but I'm wondering 
did anyone say, well, you recently had a baby? Baby, let your body heal. Yeah, let your body heal. Because you remember years ago when Usher was married and mm-hmm. his wife, mm-hmm. Tamika, had had the last son. She went, I don't know, was it Brazil? She went somewhere and mm-hmm. wanted to get, I guess, a tummy tuck or whatever. And she almost died. And he yes. had to fly over there. So... Because you know what happens, too, is that someone's going to say yes. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a doctor who's going to say yes. But the doctor that tells you no. It's for a reason. It's for a reason. And that's the doctor that you need to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I don't think that happens. Yeah. So there's a lot of lessons to be learned. This was a young mom. She was, what, 33? Yeah. She has three children. And when you look at her, she... Seems like a beautiful person. Everybody talks about how nice and sweet she was and she had a good heart and all of that. And yeah, I I, I don't know what happened, but I wish that family well. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. And then DC Young, he gave a very emotional eulogy. Eulogy. It was it was really nice what he said. I'm glad that he does have a relationship with God and Yes. He definitely he is leaning towards God to get him through because that's the only person that can because it's a very sad situation. Message to everyone. None of us are perfect. There are things that everybody we don't really care for about ourselves but and i'm not anti-surgery or yeah i mean either there's lots of things we do to enhance our beauty yeah the beauty industry is booming there's lots of things you can do my messaging is safety yeah and making sure that you do your due diligence Mm -hmm. and even then it's still risky because surgery, yep. like I said, under any circumstances, yeah, any is still surgery, 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 yeah. <laughs> surgery, surgery. We're going to move on to another person in the news. And this is Kiki Palmer, wonderful entertainer, yep. singer, dancer, actress. She's a beast. Kiki, her body frame was always kind of slender. Mm-hmm. And she recently had a baby. Mm-hmm. And after the baby, she got hips, butts, and thighs <laughs> and breasts. And she's coming into her own. Yeah. Right. And she's loving it. She's embracing the fullness of her breasts and her hips and all of that. She loves it. And I'm here for it. She's at that stage where she's she's a young woman. I think, is she 30 yet? I think she's 20. So she's looking great and she's feeling good. And she just had a baby and she's empowered and all that. And then what happens, Regina? <laughs> you know, because I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> so I started seeing people talking about, oh, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend is blasting her on social media. I'm like, okay, what what is happening? So Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. Well, let me say, Kiki went to the Usher concert with some girls. Girls night out. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. So her boyfriend did not approve of the outfit that she had on. So the outfit that she had on was, it was a sheer outfit. And it was almost like a a leotard, but kind of like a a thong leotard. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this outfit had sleeves and it was long, but it, it was sheer. So when she turned around, all of her backside was out. So her boyfriend commented, on social media. On social media. It's the outfit, though. You're a mom. Now, he should know better. You cannot come for Kiki because her fans are going to be like, oh, which they did. Oh, they came all the way for him. Now, this is my opinion. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> Speak on it, girl. <laughs> oh, sir. 
why are you blasting her on social media? If the two of you are in a relationship and you have feelings towards the outfit that she wore, that is a private in-house conversation. Why did he feel the need to blast her on social media? That's one of the things that celebrities they crave for once you reach a certain amount of success, you become a celebrity and you don't have any privacy. So that's something that celebrities, I would feel they admire somewhat from, I'll say everyday people is you guys get to have privacy. We don't. So the boyfriend blasting her on social media, well, the privacy is gone because that's something that the two of them could have had in their house. Nobody else had to know about it, but he felt the need to blast her on social media. And you can't take it back. Once you put it out there in the universe, That's it. everybody everybody has an opinion about it. That's it. And Everybody has an opinion. The other problem I had, now he has posted videos of Kiki. She was wearing a cat suit and he was making a video talking about how good her butt looked. She was clapping her butt cheeks or whatever. He's also taking a picture of her when she was pregnant. She hasn't had a top on. She just had her hands covering her breasts. So I don't feel, I mean, this is just my opinion. I don't feel he had a problem with that outfit. I think he had a problem because it was Usher standing beside her <laughs> and he got a little bit insecure. Now, I will say this. Usher did not touch Kiki in an inappropriate manner. Anybody that has seen his um, concert videos, if he sees a celebrity, might see somebody. Pull him on stage. Pull him on stage, Mm -hmm. might give Mm -hmm. him some flowers. So he just had his arms around and was singing. And she was just having a fangirl like, oh my God. Oh, she was fangirl. It was singing to me. She was so happy. She was in her element with (laughs) her girlfriend. Like a little little kid, like Mm -hmm. a teenager Mm -hmm. going to a concert. Yeah. So... And she didn't, she wasn't touching Usher inappropriately, nothing like that. So I was like, yeah, you don't have a problem with that outfit. You got a problem thinking, (laughs) thinking, dad, could Usher take my place? That's what people on social media were like, oh, now you're bothered because it's someone more successful than you are and you aren't on Kiki's level. Now you are insecure. I don't know much about him, but I just still say I had a problem with him blasting her on social media yeah, and making me it public too. Me too. because that's a conversation that you can have at home. And then he posted that he has morals and standards and it should be nothing wrong with a man wanting his wife. And I said, well, did I miss something? Did y'all get married? <laughs> I said, I didn't hear that news. So of course people said, Oh, now you want to talk about morals. Have you married her yet? Did you think about the morals before you got her pregnant? So they came. Everybody has an opinion. They, I mean, when I tell, they came for him that he shut his account down. That's how bad they came for I know, I know. And you know what? I don't mind him having an opinion. He yeah, did not like his feelings are yeah, his feelings. His feelings are valid. He didn't like the outfit. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You have a conversation privately with your partner. Yeah. Right. And that whole policing what your partner wears. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah. It's a conversation. Yeah. But in private. You know, in private. 
but not saying, no, you can't wear X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Two things. She's a celebrity. Celebrities wear risky thing- clothing. Yeah. Right? That's part of what they do. Yeah. The other thing, too, is she's in the public eye. So now you're putting this information out there. Mm-hmm. You're messing with her bread and butter. Yeah. You're dating a celebrity. Yep. And you move differently when you're dating a celebrity. Yeah. And I think he doesn't understand that. Yeah. He, I guess he doesn't he, he know doesn't the understand. rules. Yeah. He doesn't know the rules. <laughs> Seeing her joy, Regina, when oh, she yeah. was with her girlfriends, she was so happy. Yeah. And I don't think she felt like she did anything wrong. Mm. She was out having fun with her girls. What yeah. happens in Vegas should stay in Vegas. But of course, <laughs> with social media is always involved. It should have been a happy moment with her yeah. girlfriends in the discussion, but that's not what happened. My thing that I was bothered by was the fact that he made a comment that you're a mom. Yes. Somehow, and a lot of men feel this way, when they mm-hmm. date you, no, before they date you, they go to a club and they see you and you have your skimpy clothing uh-huh. on and you have your body parts exposed. It's great. You look great. They love it, right? Yep. And they get in a relationship with you, then they want to police what you wear yeah. and how you move. That's number one. It was okay. The other in the thing club, too, <laughs> some men after a woman has a baby, moms aren't supposed to look that way. You're not supposed to do that. The, I find that problematic. Yeah, and I do too. That whole notion that you're a mom that bothered me more than anything. Oh yeah. So she's a mom. What does that mean? Moms so are wanted, sexual. You wanted her to go to the concert and sweatpants and t-shirt and some, you know, Converse or something on. Just right. I have a severe problem with that. They have some issues they have to deal with. Hopefully, they deal with it privately. Most I don't want to know about what's happening inside their home. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. That conversation should have been kept in house. In house. But now he's opened the door because. Because he did this, now people are digging and they were like, oh, this is the same guy that was saying that one of the police brutality cases, he was saying, well, you just need to abide by the law. So people were like, oh, well, this is the kind of guy she's dating. Is that scrutiny now that he's under Yeah, a, a so it's like you, so, uh, you opened the box. So now mm-hmm. everybody is going digging for stuff on you what i don't want to happen is again we started off saying how kiki is this boss and she's outgoing and she's this fire right Mm. i don't want him to lessen her shine exactly because if you're gonna date or be involved with someone like kiki Mm. you have to know that she is outgoing outspoken yeah and i just don't want that to be dampened in any way Mm -hmm. that's my concern Because there were comments made that like, oh, well, maybe he needs to go get a lesson from Russell Wilson or Ice-T because Ice-T, everybody knows Ice-T is married to Coco. Ice-T has been married for over 20 years. Ice-T will come for you because I think Coco recently had a picture 4th of July. I think someone had made a comment to her about, oh, you're a mom and you're you're posting a picture like this. What is your daughter going to think? Well, Ice-T came and said, well, do some sit-up, bitch. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> what? Oh, Lord. So that he, is, that is gangster protect, for sure. Yes. Ice-T, is get, he protects <laughs> his woman. She's been looking like that for 20-some years. She goes out in public. Ice-T is fine with that. She has a great body, and, she, and that works yeah. for them. The whole notion that you're a mom, that you're supposed to look a certain way yeah. or act a certain way. I just have issue with that. Yeah. I mean, Sierra, she wore a sheer dress 
I think she just had little pasties, but her backside was out. Russell's on the side. That's not my cup of tea. Yeah, now that, that for that's me not personally, my cup of tea. that's a little too much. I'm that, more of a germaphobe. I'm like, that's sheer material going on that seat. <laughs> to me, <laughs> you don't have to show all your goods to the yeah, world. Yeah, I don't like I think the being whole, conservative is okay. Yeah. I don't like the whole butt cheek out. I've worn an outfit where it's a bikini bottom mm-hmm, and the top, mm-hmm. and it's like a full sheer skirt. But my my whole butt wasn't out. So oh, that's not different. Out, yeah. Like, I don't really like that. I don't get the purpose. I know Gabrielle Union wore something like that. I just That's a trend the- now where the butt cheeks are hanging out. Yeah. Right? That's not my mm-hmm. cup of tea. No. I'm not going to judge it. Yeah. Listen, if that's how you want to show up in the world, mm-hmm. that's your prerogative. Yeah. Right? And if that's there are, hey... If their husband is okay with it, then who are we to say? Because their husbands are secure. He made a mistake by sharing it with the world. I feel like he was in his feelings in the moment. And once you put it out there, it's out there and there's no turning back. It's out there. They're exposed. Yeah. Exposed. So that's why we're exposed in danger. He's feeling insecure because he's not at her status level Mm -hmm. so now that she's with a guy that has high status that's when the insecurity came in so that's what people are questioning him about but you know hopefully they will make it work it out Um, i want to say to kiki we see you yes and all of your glory i think you're coming into your own you look great and i hope that you can keep your shine yeah yeah, we want you to keep your shine. Yep. So who's this other person you wanted to talk about? I'm not sh- familiar with. Oh. Okay, what is this? Raquel, do you have, <laughs> do you have, I don't know, you might need some more than tea. <laughs> you okay, might need have, to take okay. a sip of wine. Okay. I have some water here. I'm going to take a sip of this right now. Yeah, let me take a sip too. Let's let's just get that okay, out of the Okay, we got to get prepared. I have no idea okay. what Regina's about to disclose. <laughs> Okay, so the reality show Love and Marriage Huntsville, there's a couple on there, Maurice and Kimmy Scott. <sighs> I'm taking a breath because when, when I heard this, I just was on fire with anger. So Maurice, the husband, basically was talking about him and his wife's sex life. The reason why I got angered about this, because his wife, Kimmy Scott, has been going through chemo and radiation for breast Mm. cancer. So Maurice, her husband, he basically says that he needs sex. He's not just one of those men that just want sex. He needs it. It's a medical issue. So he basically forces her. To have sex with him. What? So he says, um, you know, she suffers. She suffers through it, fakes it all for me. What the hell? What? Okay. (laughs) I told you you were ready. (laughs) I told you you were not ready. I was like. So this is a woman who has a medical issue. She's going through chemotherapy Mm -hmm. and her husband is not showing compassion or empathy. And he's putting his needs above hers. And he's, is he encouraging her or is he making her? Is, is it a forced thing? I mean, basically she knows 
how he feels. She has not been wanting, you know, basically to have sex during this time. So the the doctor or therapist, I think the therapist that they were talking to was trying to explain to him that it could be her going through the chemo and radiation that has brought her sex drive down. She's fighting cancer. So for him, she is trying her best to stay alive and he's worried yeah. about having sex. Is that he, what we're saying? Yeah, he's worried about having sex and basically just admitting, oh, she's great suffering through it. And she fakes it all for me because. I- and this is OK. This is OK with him that she is faking it for him. <laughs> she's suffering. He don't care. OK. What does Maya Angelou say? When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. (laughs) So he is showing you that at your worst, because, you know, chemo, radiation, you're at your worst, right? Physically, emotionally, mentally, you're not feeling well. Mm -hmm. You're fighting to stay alive is what you're doing. So when you're at your worst, your husband is making you, not making you, your husband is demanding sex Mm -hmm. and is okay with you faking it. Yep. And he's putting his knees above yours. Yeah. And anybody that knows somebody that has gone through chemo, I'm sure there are times where she's weak, she's nauseated, in pain. That is self-serving. And this that is man the definition of self-serving. Is only concerned about having sex, not about well, let me take care of my let wife. Let me love her and yeah. nurture her. Because there's ways that you can be intimate with your partner, you. even when they're ill, right? Yeah. He's not taking the time to do that. That is my question is, what has happened to intimacy? This man thinks that it's just about having sex. And intimacy is not just about having sex. She's going through cancer treatment. How about the intimacy can be just holding her, comforting her, yes. letting her know she's Rubbing safe. her back, her feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Saying are lovely worried things about to her. sex. Giving her a positive affirmation. Oh, he makes me Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have words for him. I don't understand. I got um, a few. I'm just trying to keep it a little PG-13. Okay, so it's a couple things. And I'm not blaming her. She's, she's allowing this. Yeah. Right? And I say that with compassion because yeah. I know she's going through a lot. Yeah. Right? And I don't want to feel like I'm coming for her. Yeah. But we do teach people how to treat us. Yeah. Right. And that's something my mother, one lesson I learned from my mom years ago, you teach people how to treat you. So by her giving in to his demands, she's letting him know that this is okay. And it probably it started long before this situation. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if she has the willpower or the the strength to set the boundary and say no, because, again, she's fighting for her life. Yeah. Right. So she may be tired. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're tired, we give in. Mm hmm. You're tired. You're like, okay, your kids ask you for something. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm, yeah. I'm, just do it. Whatever. Yeah. Right. You give in. So she might be tired, but when she gets well, mm-hmm. I wonder if she's going to remember this mm-hmm. and hopefully she'll reevaluate her worth mm-hmm. and how she should be treated, especially when you're fighting for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> for me, I'm like, you're going to get cursed out. <laughs> the little bit of breath that I have. Well, first of all, my husband would have never even 
come to me like that. That's why it lets me know that this relationship, there have been issues before this breast cancer diagnosis and his behavior. So let me just say that. I can say personally, I have family members who dealt with breast cancer and you're so vulnerable during that time. If there's hair loss, weight loss, yeah, you're nauseous, you're tired, the medication makes you confused. Yeah. You're just not yourself. Yeah. Right. And I've seen family members step up and be very loving. Yeah. And kind and compassionate. Mm hmm and intimate with their partners who were going through it. Exactly. Right. I share this because I know my brother, his wife passed away Mm -hmm. and she was very young. And I commend my brother because he loved his wife. Yeah. During that time. He wasn't worried about sex. He was worried about her comfort. Yeah. And he loved that woman Mm -hmm. until the end. Yep. When I saw how he nurtured her, Mm -hmm. that spoke to me about the kind of man he is. Exactly. Right. And the same thing happened with my, when my mom passed away, the way my dad took care of my mom, mm-hmm. very loving, yeah. very loving. And he treated with her with so much respect. Yeah. Right. To me, that's what it means to, you talk about the definition of a man. Oh yeah. Of a person of yeah. humanity. You show up. Mm-hmm. And the definition of that unconditional love, because this is not unconditional love to me. This is this not, is selfish. This is yeah, self-serving. This is just I just want my needs satisfied and and I get I don't it. We have sexual else. needs. I get it. I get it. So yeah. that's why you you talk to your inner circle. You talk to your doctor. You figure out how can I? I'm having these concerns, these sexual needs, whatever. Maybe you take up a hobby. Maybe you go running. Yeah. You read a book. Mm-hmm. You do something. Yeah, he needs to run and run. Just keep on running. Right, but opinion. you don't. I don't have words. That's a trigger <laughs> for me because, like I said, I've seen firsthand the impact of women who've gone through chemo and what it's done to their body. And yeah. your body, you're so weak. You're not yourself. And, and think about how she's feeling. And she has to give herself to this man. Like, yeah. You know, intimacy in relationships and marriage, when you're intimate with yeah. your partner, you're giving your body to the person. Exactly. Hopefully willingly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's a vulnerability. Even when you're in a good space with your partner, sex is vulnerable. Yeah. You're stripping down. You're you're letting somebody see you. Yep. Not many people get to see you in that way. Yeah. And this is how he's treating his wife. Yeah. I can go on and on and bad mouth this person <laughs> who I don't know. I'm glad I don't know him. I am so angry. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. It does. I mean, because... Like I said, she's going through chemo. Mm -hmm. She has her own thoughts that are running through her head of, you know, maybe looking at herself in the mirror. It's like, am I I desirable? I I don't look the way I, I don't feel sexy like I I did. You know, my hair is gone. I've lost Mm -hmm. weight, you know. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you got somebody pushing up on you just because he says he needs sex. Are you kidding me? But you know, it's the audacity for me. Oh yeah. Maybe you, maybe you think that, and maybe you share that with your inner circle. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you vo- vocalize it, mm-hmm. like the like fact it that was you vocal, wrong. like it's nothing yeah. wrong, tells me that you're self-centered, mm-hmm. that you're misguided, that you feel as though this is okay. Yep. 
Yeah, it, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm at a loss for words. Like I said, I was just I, angry. Now I know why you didn't tell me. Yeah, because I want this to be your, your natural reaction. This is unfiltered and I am so enraged right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel for her mm-hmm. because, and I don't know who's advocating for her. I don't know if her friends or her family, if they heard that and they checked him, mm-hmm. somebody needs to check him. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd be like, damn it, just go stick your dick up in any hole. I don't care where you <laughs> stick it at. But he's it ain't going to be me. But just I don't know him, but you know what? He's probably thinking, she's lucky I'm sleeping with her. I could be out there screwing someone else. Yeah, he, he could have that yeah. mentality. Oh, he definitely he could have that mentality. For you, the mentality. Don't do me any favors. Yeah. Don't do me any favors. Seriously, I don't need it. I don't need, don't yep. touch me. Don't, right. Yep. Go out oh there. Have <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself. <laughs> that is oh. disgusting. I just found it really oh. disgusting. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. Yeah. I hope she does well. Yeah, I hope she They've made some through, wonderful advances with, yes. with cancer treatment. So she I'm deserves hoping that, better. She definitely that she deserves gets, better. She gets better and gets treatment. And then she can find someone who's going to love her. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do a follow up on Gabrielle Union. Oh, yeah. And Dwayne Wade. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you recall, Gabrielle Union said that she and her husband split everything 50-50. And I think she talked about having some anxiety about that arrangement that they have. Mm -hmm. Right. So Dwayne Wade did an interview Mm -hmm. and he shared his perspective. Hopefully I can find it and plug it in. And we can hear his perspective. He did the interview with Shannon Sharp. And after I heard his interview... I still feel the same way. He gave some clarity. I think what he said was that she has family that she takes care of. Mm-hmm. And he and has she uses family. her resources to take care of her family. He has family that he takes care of. He uses his resources to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the house and caring for their daughter and maybe one other thing, he said three things. When it comes to those three things, those things are split 50 50. Yeah. He still makes more money than her. So I, oh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> to me, a whole it's lot like more. It's, okay. I'm going to let you give your opinion. But this is what I have to say about this. He bothered me because the reason why the 50 50 came up, Regina, is because he said that I think when they were living in Miami, I can't remember. I don't know if they had an argument or something. And he said, This is my house. Ooh. This is my house. Ouch. And she says, Now, this is what he's saying. This is his words. Uh huh. It's this is my house. And she said, never again. When we get a house and property, we're going to do 50 50. Mm. I have issues with him because he put her in a position. Those words put her in a position of this is mine. Oh, yeah. And we're not equal. Yeah. And that created anxiety for her. Yeah. So those those are fighting words. And <laughs> when she heard right. those, those were fighting words. Because they were married. <laughs> but I think it was his house before. They got married Mm -hmm. and maybe she moved in. He said, this is my house. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? (laughs) Watch me walk out the door. Yeah. (laughs) And take 50%. How about that? 50-50. You want to see me? You want 50-50? Watch me walk out the door. I I find his comment to be demeaning and degrading. When he got their next house, Mm -hmm. she was like, we're going to be 50-50 because you can never say this is your house. Yep. To me, that speaks volumes about the relationship. It does. It does. In my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah, I think it. I think what bothered me about her was the fact that 
she's saying this causes her so much anxiety. I'm thinking that if it's causing you so much anxiety, and I know what he's saying, like she has family, she has responsibility for or whatever, maybe you should talk to your family members. Maybe the amount that you're helping with is a little bit too much. Maybe if you reduced it a little bit, maybe that would help with your anxiety. And also talking with your husband, I have anxiety because... I don't ever want to be able to say I can't contribute here. I can't contribute there because my income is less because both of y'all are married. So it's a, it's a team thing. The money it's, both of y'all's money. But I think well, the real issue is with the two of them, not yeah, so yeah. much the family, but it's mainly them. He did share that she's a hardworking woman. She's mm. an actress and she has her money. He said, it doesn't make sense if she's out there spending his money and, and not hers, then that takes away from his money. That's my interpretation. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> but his thing is, why am I going to be out here using up all my money and resources when you're working and you have money? Because I'm your freaking wife. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Let's go to a viewer. We had a response from a viewer okay. to our podcast okay. uh, episode on this a few uh, weeks ago. Okay. Let me see if I can pull that up. I make more than Rachel, my wife, but we split shared household bills 50-50, the mortgage, utilities, child care. We pay our own cars and personal debts individually. She spends way, and he has, it's in capital letters, <laughs> she spends way more than I do on consumer purchases like Amazon, Impulse Buys, etc., mm -hmm. which is why we have it separate. Meanwhile, I pay 2000 a month in student loans by myself, and she never had student loans. Mm -hmm. Splitting household bills was a way for me not to resent her for her overspending. Mm-hmm. As for Gabrielle, I heard that she supports other family members on her income, hence the anxiety. I do the same on my income. On on money I make, I financially support my grandmother, rent and car, and spend a significant amount on the young man that I mentor. So while I make 20000 more a year, that easily goes to student loans and other responsibilities outside of the split bills. You mm -hmm. said, great topic. Okay. So I appreciate that perspective. Mm -hmm. Right. So people split it so that they can take care yeah. of their individual responsibilities. And then he says, so there's no resentment because his wife tends to overspend mm -hmm. in certain areas. Right. Yeah. So what do you think of what do you think of the viewers response there? Yeah, I don't really have a problem with the 50 50. The problem that I had with Gabrielle was how she talked so much about the anxiety and the stress that she's under because she has to do this 50-50. And I'm like, but the reality is your husband is worth more money. And if something is causing you just to be anxious, stressed, the two of you need to have a conversation. I think it's complicated and it's complex. I, I think we're really stuck on the anxiety piece and the fact that he makes so much more than her and I right. and that's why I said before yeah. I said these issues are her issues <laughs> and being that he said what he said yeah he contributed to her anxiety that, he that did he put her in that yep. he put her in that survival mo mode mm -hmm. where it's I have to make sure that I have what I need yeah 
and she right? and she probably would never forget. Like I said, she's never she, gonna forget. You know, we don't forget never anything. forget that he no. said. Oh, this that is to my her. house. This <laughs> is my house. So yeah. So once I heard that, everything I know to be true went out the window. Yeah. And as an emotional person, I'm focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right or wrong, whether yeah. it's fair or not. I just feel like he contributed to the way that she's operating. Yeah, I I don't want her to feel stress. But is it her husband's responsibility to pay the bill for her family members? That's a question. She's helping to take care of her mom and her sister and other family members. Is that his responsibility? When you become married, your family is my family. My family is your family. You know, because that's that coming together as one. I know in conversation, we'll talk about like, oh, such and such, his side of the family or whatever. But truth be told, we're all family. They say money is the root of all evil. I do think when it comes to relationships and marriage, that is one of the reasons why couples divorce. Yeah. It's huge. Money is a major stressor. And you have to have conversations before you get married. Mm Mm-hmm. And constantly throughout your marriage, your values about how you spend money mm-hmm. and, and where you spend it, if it's not in alignment, it's going to cause stress. And it's maybe cause... she does it. Gabrielle prefers to do it the 50-50 as well, because you see it all the time. It might be if they have everything together, which is nothing wrong with having separate accounts and stuff like that, because it might be you, you got your personal account or a business account, and then you have right. like a joint account. But it might be that if a family member asks her for money, she doesn't want to have to go to him and say, okay, well, can we lend or can we give such and such right. this amount of money? Right. And the same with him. He might be like, okay, I mean, this is my aunt, uncle, whatever. I just want to give them the money without having to discuss. Because that that takes the discussion out, out of the, right, yeah. right. So it that does. might be, it does. that might be the reason why they do that too. In order for us not to have any arguments, because if I say my mom needs this or sibling needs this, you might be like, okay, well, you're not taking our money. They asked us for this last month, but because it's their relative, they be, so we're not going to have any arguments. I'm going to take care of my family. You take care of yours. And Dwayne Wade did say that there's only three things that is 50-50, but he spends money on different things. Yeah. He may buy her things or they may go out on a date, Mm -hmm. vacations and that sort of thing. And she does the same. So they're both contributing in different ways. Yeah. And he's not really counting pennies, so to speak, during those times. Again, she put it out there. That's why we're talking about it. Yep. (laughs) everybody has an opinion so now i have this negative opinion which i don't know the man Mm. this is my house i'm mad for her i get it Mm -hmm. and i think it's important read a lot of comments people are saying she's an independent woman and she's making her own money and she's not dependent on a man i'm all for that autonomy is wonderful independence all that's great right so is collaboration and teamwork a marriage is a partnership and you got it aligned when it comes to money issues and yep yeah, she's she's stressed. So, yeah, you. I, I, that's the part that bothers me. She's continuing to strive and drive herself. Almost, she's supporting her family. Yeah, because yeah. she's trying to keep up with taking care of her family. And you you know have a said? husband. Not going to be poor, Gabrielle. You're not. But you know what he said? He said, "Okay." <laughs> he he said, "You knew when you married me." 
that I had a lot of kids and ex-wives. So his thing is, I'm paying money out to other people. So mm-hmm. you kind of knew that. I didn't like his attitude. I didn't like his take. <laughs> kind of like, and he's like, she can work. She's a baddie. She can work. I don't like it. That's my opinion. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. They're going to take care of their own individual responsibilities. And yeah. From some other stuff. But Dwayne, not that you're going to listen to this, but your wife is stressed. She yeah. has anxiety. Yeah. She has to work because she's worried that she don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why is she going to spend up all my money? See, again, his attitude yeah. keeps it for me. It, I don't it, like yeah, it. I don't like it. attitude to what? I, I don't like it. what? He need to go and talk to Steve Harvey because I guarantee you, Steve, what, what you want, Marjorie? I got you. He ain't whatever Marjorie wants, Marjorie gets. It ain't about 50-50. Steve's like, what you want? <laughs> it tells me there's different types of relationships out there. It, yes, there are. If, if you love it, it I works. love it. If you're yeah, happy, it if it them. works for you, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. That's the dynamic they have does not work for me. And that is okay because I am not married to him. <laughs> I'm not married to him. Thank God. We, have, we had another listener feedback. You want to read what someone said? Yes. This was very, very good. We love positive feedback. Yes, we do. All right. So one of our listeners said, good morning. I have been listening to the podcast this morning and you guys are doing a great job. Black women killing it. It makes me so proud to listen to you guys, wishing you guys much success in this. I will be telling everyone to listen. Can't wait for the Queen Charlotte topic, which we did cover that. And that was a a wonderful episode. Yes. So thank you. That was from Denise. Shout out to Denise. Thank you, Denise. The other listener was John Zell. He was talking about his wife, Rachel. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that, John Zell. We appreciate your feedback on that. We love the feedback. Keep Keep it coming. coming. So... We have a few things on the horizon. Who do we have coming up, Regina? Oh, our next episode is going to be with Eric Kirk. And we're going to be taping that this week. Eric is going to be talking about um, relationships. He has his own podcast as well. So it should be a very good conversation. That's Mm -hmm. good. How are you with your goal, your word of the year, Regina? How's that going for you? Okay, relentless. I've been working really hard. Remember the word. That's why yeah. <laughs> she said, of course, relentless. For our listeners, <laughs> Regina, there was a time where she couldn't remember what her word nope. of the year was. I, was like, I said, I think it begins with the R, but I have no idea what it was. <laughs> but it's relentless. So yeah, it's going well for you. Yes, I am working really, really hard on some goals that I have on my vision board. So yeah, I am definitely... <laughs> Being relentless and working hard, staying in faith over some things. So, yeah. It's yes, wonderful. that's good. Good mm-hmm. job. Doing a really good job. And we have some exciting things on the horizon. We'll let you know more once we get it finalized. We're going to have something in the fall around wellness. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an actual in-person activity workshop that we're going to do. Yeah. So we're working on that. So that's exciting for our listeners. But no, keeping it simple has served me well. I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I'm so proud it's a work of you, in progress. Raquel. I know. And I feel better too, right? I yes. feel better. 
And I love, so, oh my gosh, I got to tell this story about you. About me? Yes. No, wait, you can't tell that story. <laughs> no, only the part about the color, not the other part. Yes, just the color. <laughs> just the color. So for those of you that are just tuning into our podcast, <laughs> I'm actually Raquel's hairstylist. So Raquel, she kept it simple. She stepped out of the box and she got a little I got some color. Listen, I am very conservative. I'm conservative when it comes to my hair, all the <laughs> styles and cuts and all that. I don't do that. But I did do some color. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's weird because I'm not used to having color in my hair. Because <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I said, well, this is conservative. And she said, Oh, it is. She said, so you wouldn't wear this color? And I was like, no. <laughs> no you didn't say no. It wasn't no. It was, oh, hell no. Oh, I would never right. be this color. Yeah, yeah. So. trust me. This is fine for you. This is conservative. Right. So I feel the color was a little conservative. So I may want to try something a little more bold. Ooh. Right. So I am interested in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm trying to take more risks. And uh <sighs> Yeah, that's not always easy, but uh-huh. I, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's a huge step because when Regina, when you huge. do my hair, and you're oh let's let's do this, and I'm thinking, wait, what? What are we doing again? <laughs> I am not somebody who embraces change. Change is very hard for me. Just something else I'm working on, mm-hmm. just dealing with change. So something as simple as putting a little color in the hair is a big deal for me. Yeah. But it turned out well. It did. So thank you for pushing me outside of my box. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> now, the other thing, too, before we go, mm-hmm. the red lipstick, you are not going to see me in red lipstick. Oh, that is no, not no, happening. No. We're that is make not that happen. happening. We Listen, are going to make that happen. Regina, if you agree... A hike with me or do twerk yoga oh, i'll wear red lipstick damn hiking. that's the deal that's the deal <laughs> i'd rather do the hiking than the twerk yoga <laughs> okay the, you, listeners you hear that so i will now, wear we red are lipstick. doing a five ten mile hike nope two miles or under oh yeah that's cool because one of my clients she went to where did she go i think it was seattle i think mm-hmm. it was seattle and it was um, a four hour hike and i said Oh, I'm going to have to tell my friend Raquel about that because she would absolutely love that. And I was thinking four freaking hours. You commit. If you do four hours, you commit. You know what you're doing. I have to prepare for that mentally (laughs) and know that, okay, it's going to take a while and you have your snacks and your water and you have your itinerary so you plan for it so and then she was yeah. talking about when they were going up the mountain altitude it was 60 degrees by the time they got to the top it was 80 something oh that's a huge difference that nah. is no nah, well, that sounds amazing that. <laughs> sounds amazing well listen regina has agreed to go on a two mile hike with me i will do a hike and i will wear red lipstick on the hike does it sound good Oh my God. No, listen, nature is going to see me with my red lips. Oh gosh, what is this? Okay. Sandy, Sandy the squirrel and Smokey the bear are going to see you with the. Oh, look at her. Come on, guys. Come on out and see her. Okay, fair enough. I'll wear the red lipstick when I go out to dinner or something. Yes, yes, we yes. got to do dinner. Just for an occasion. I'll yes. do it for that occasion and yes. that's it. So everybody needs 
red lipstick. <laughs> Every Friday, I wear red lipstick because in my old salon, we were like, let's wear red lipstick on Friday. And I will tell you the significance of red lipstick. First of all, everybody can wear red lipstick. I know some of us ladies think that we can't, but you can't. I have full lips. I wear bright red lipstick. It just has to be matte red. That's the difference. That's your little tip. If you're going to you wear... You don't shiny... <laughs> yeah, it's no, no Vaseline. <laughs> if you do a matte lipstick, I promise you, you can wear bright red. But I got three or four. I have my own lipstick collection, 9-7. You can mm-hmm. check that out online. But I have different shades of red and I wear all of them, from orange red to deep red. So red lipstick... It makes you feel empowered. It makes you feel strong. It makes you feel like when you walk in a room, I own this room and I got this. So that's why. So authentic, unapologetic. Yeah. No, Regina, red lips feels like, oh my gosh, here she comes. (laughs) No, it speaks confidence. No, it doesn't. I want to hide and retreat. I want to hide it. I want to wipe it off. Oh my gosh, it's so red. It reminds me of a clown. I can't do it. It has to be mad. We'll see. Okay, I'm committing to doing that. You've heard it here first. We'll let you know how it goes. And I'm going on this little hike. You're on a little hike. So. <laughs> well, we want to thank you guys for listening to us. And we cannot thank you enough for tuning yes, in. Yes, thank you. The thank support you. has been amazing. Thank you so much. And remember to be kind. Be kind. <laughs>